Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. It's Bud Pod. One four four. One four four. Please, no more. That's my attitude to Christmas leftovers right now, Pierre. I am so full. <laughs> um, I, I'm currently actually nibbling on something. Can oh, you yeah? see? I, I won't. I won't do this too much because of your misophonia. But can you tell what I'm eating from this sound? <clears throat> <laughs> <laughs> uh, is it like a fist-sized piece of cheese? <laughs> no, I was, I was hoping you'd hear like the tight ripping of of dried fibers. Oh well, if if the if if there are fibers involved, Phil, and it's dry, I'm guessing turkey. Think um, think more culturally relevant to you specifically. Oh, hold on. You, my friend, are chewing on some beef chili biltong bites. Yes, I am. Beef chili bites bought from Bath in Somerset, the home of biltong. <laughs> there, was, there was a little South African stand in a, in a market in town, a little festive market. And I bought me some chili bites on your recommendation. Um, yep. For those of you who haven't had biltong before, is think of a strip of... If, if a strip of beef had sex with a, a rope... They would, <laughs> their union would make biltong. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, and and um, yes, and their and their cousin is like some cumin seeds and some vinegar, maybe. It's very tasty. I like it a lot. I, I'm slowly working my way through the bag of the Christmas season. There's there's nothing more Christmassy, at least in my house, than having a sort of small um, polythene sack of uh, beef. <laughs> that you slowly eat <laughs> over a period of many days. Yes. Do you have any South African touches to your family Christmas lunch? Um, I would say the sheer amount of meat is probably the most South African touch. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah. 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 The it, level it's, of it's meat a, is is heavy. You go for a multi meat a multi meat Christmas dinner. Yes, we're we're multi meat meat will. Um. We speak many meats. We've got we've got a big old tu- we've got a big old turkey that we've marinated. Oh, lovely! We put it in a that we brined. We stuck it in a stick it in a big bath and put it in a shed. Wow! Like a, it's quite hard to find a container that'll take a whole turkey. Oh yeah, man! This container is like um, you know, this massive fucking home storage things that people fill with like Lego and things. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like something Walter White would dissolve a body in. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Whereas if you imagine Walter White tipping the body of a, a cartel member into a big tub, but the tub is full of cloves and cinnamon and orange peel, and he's going, this will be great in a few days. <laughs> I'm the one who brines, etc. <laughs> That's great. Um, <laughs> Br- brining, Jesse, with a B. 
Anyway, those are very out of date references. Those are very out of date references. Um, I just, we, me and my sisters just finished. We watched the whole series just over the Christmas break of um, um, a show called Your Honor with with Brian Cranston. Oh right, and yeah. They're, it's, they're essentially trying to redo Breaking Bad. He's a judge in New Orleans, and his son accidentally hits and kills a kid, a seventeen-year-old boy. With his car, and he fl- he runs. It's a hit and run. Um, and Brian Cranston says, "Look, we have to do the right thing." And he takes his son to the police station. But as he's there, he sees a crying, bereaved mother and father, and realizes the father of the boy he killed is New Orleans's most vicious gangster <gasps> crime lord. Oh! And so then Brian Cranston, who plays. Uh, a, a very respected judge has to decide uh, how far is he willing to go for justice and how far is he willing to go for his son. It's quite good stuff. It's quite good stuff. It is the whole way through. It does feel like the producers are going, please think this is Breaking Bad. <laughs> and it, it never gets quite as good as Breaking Bad, but it's good fun. Um, so it is, it, it is actually worth doing then. It's not just like a terrible knockoff. It's not a terrible knockoff. As as the series progresses, there it's one of these shows that starts uh, a few storylines that it kind of forgets about and gives up on, which isn't great. Right. Yeah, there's a few threads. You go, oh, what's going to happen there? And literally, nothing happens. And you go, <laughs> oh, okay. It is. It is funny where like some incredibly high budget show has like seven episodes where people will be like, uh, but what about this? This ring, this ring, and then they just go. Oh, that's my ring. Oh, you found it, and then that's it. They've just dumped it for some reason. I always want to know what the hell happened in the writers' room. Yeah, this is what I'm thinking. Like how uh, the the <laughs> yeah, did they? How much did they plan at the beginning, and how much were they just making up along the way? Yeah. Uh, to give you an idea of how much the writers were working, sort of on the fly. The, during filming, COVID happened, and all the characters then start wearing masks, and like, COVID becomes a reason he can't have lots of people in the courtroom. So it feels like they were kind of going with the flow, right? So it was it was almost like curb your enthusiasm, but but like crime thriller edition, where they were just like, here's what needs to happen in the scene. You just say whatever you want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And also, Brian Cranston plays a sort of Larry David esque judge. <laughs> Did you? Was it a stop and kill? Or was it just a stop and chat? Was it a stop and kill? Or were you dealing? Are you dealing drugs? Or was it a gift? Was I supposed to pay for it? You handed it over to me like this. I, I don't know. You want money? Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. Exactly like that. that would be good. I like this this TV show idea. Well, you say buying with intent. Intent to what? I mean, <laughs> intent to distribute. I mean, if I give it to my friend, am I distributing? Yeah, this is. I like this show a lot. <laughs> One, one, one guy is distributing. That's just giving. That's Two just guys, giving. three guys, three guys is distributing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. How many guys would you it. say is distributing? Because for me, it's got to be. It's more than two. Oh, it's got to be more than two. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he counts on. He counts on that sort of backwards way that Larry David always does on his hand. His hand. His with it, with the palm of his hand facing towards him. He was always counting <laughs> like that. <laughs> I think this is a great show idea. Judge Judge Larry David. <laughs> Judge Larry. 
if, the, if that show ends up degree, getting... the second degree how many degrees are we talking here uh, which degree <laughs> how many degrees do you need yeah what do you mean he, he didn't mean it i mean one and a half <laughs> one an, murder another, in the one and a half degrees one and a half de- one and a half degrees you know he 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 wanted to do it but he then he he pulled back at the end there <laughs> <laughs> this this podcast is an ideas factory, Phil, and it, we don't make enough. It really of that. is. It really is. It's someone's gonna one of these days. Steven Spielberg is going to start listening to Pod Pod, and all of a sudden, Pierre, he's going to start having some great original ideas. Oh, and start making some oh. pretty great movies about a mechanized teen <laughs> who wanks as to gain his power. Uh I think someone's going to be coincidentally directing the origin story movie about a man who takes a very long time to poo. <laughs> um, of course, it's it's a very long ago reference, really. He hasn't come up for a while. Listeners, Slow Poo, the man who we know who takes a long, long time to poo for health reasons, he claims. Mm-hmm. Um, a long time, listeners. We're talking every single time, minimum 45 minutes. Minimum, at least. Late. He's late because of the because of the pooping, and our thoughts are with him at this festive time. <laughs> so that was very, that was very Bill Cosby. He's, he's, he's late, late because of the pooping. Because of the pooping. <laughs> <laughs> he's late because of the poops and the. <laughs> God, what a ter- what a what a what a classic impression for everyone to lose. I know. Yeah, it's such a shame when. Someone with a very distinctive voice, a very impressionable <laughs> voice, become, it turns out to be an absolute wrong-un. Cause... Thank God, Phil, that Prince Andrew has a completely bog-standard voice. <laughs> and, and please, please pray to God that nothing ever comes out about Christopher Walken. <laughs> People will lose their houses, some impressions. <laughs> <laughs> The last thing we want, Phil, is some kind of Epstein-style scandal involving Christopher Walken, Robert De Niro, and Arnold Schwarzenegger. (laughs) They'll just be impressionists out on the streets with cardboard signs saying, we'll do impression of you for, for food. (laughs) <laughs> they'll be they'll be dressed in the in like Great Depression era suits though with really high trousers and trilbies and stuff. <laughs> Can I do you a turn? I'll do a turn for you. <laughs> I came all the way out to California just to see if there were any work to be had here as Christopher Walken, but turns out you heard about that too. <laughs> um so Phil yes, I thought so with slow poo during this festive period because you know, we're all we're all packed with more food than any human needs. Yeah, um, I'm 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 sort of slowly I'm yeah I'm slowly easing myself off that that hill. Yes. Now, yeah. I I remember Phil something you said. I think it was just in conversation, but it was a very profound thing because I I, I identified with it a hundred percent, and we were discussing like overeating or this or that, and. You said, uh, it was something along these lines. I don't know if you, you used the word addict. You said, I'm not an addict. Or you said, I'm not X, whatever it was. Yeah, it, it was addict, yeah. Yeah, you said, I'm not an addict, I'm a glutton. Yeah, yeah. And I just yeah. thought, oh my God, that's exact. It was like you'd unlocked something for me. I was like, that's right, I, I, that's me. 
Yeah, I'm an addict, not a glutton. Absolutely. I mean, I, I've picked up habits, um, but I can drop them. I can, I, I can stop. I can go like, I've had too much of this. I'm going to cut it out, cold turkey, and then I move on. But if something is in front of me, if a whole turkey is in front of me, it's very hard for me to stop. Yeah, until the cold and turkey is gone. The literal cold turkey is gone. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I think that is, yeah, that that is the difference I... I yeah, I've, I, 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 uh, I've had to explain to, like, well, to lots of people, but, like, to, to you know, to my partner, to, to my parents' friends, where they go, would you like, you know, more cheese or something? And... I always try and say to them, it's not about what I would, what if I would like it. <laughs> it's do you have it, and yeah. am I here? Yeah, the 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 answer is yes. But the what I would say to you is that I shouldn't have it, so please don't bring it. And they're like, <laughs> oh, I would get time for some cheese. Oh, maybe I think that's a yes. And it's like it's it's not. Please help help me help myself. <laughs> Yeah, addict, not a, um, yeah, I'm a glutton, not an addict. Yeah, yeah. What's been yeah. your your main gluttony? Has it been festive meats? Oh, oh, so I should say, like, it's not just a giant brown turkey full, big old fucking ham, pigs in blankets, weird little sausage things separate even to the pigs in blankets, a lot of flesh, flesh, meaty, meaty yeah. day. It's a fleshy time. It's mm. the most fleshiest time of the year. <laughs> With those turkey legs glowing and the hams in your bowling and drinking some beer. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, I've been okay on the food side of things, although I have been having trifle for breakfast. That's not a good step, actually. That's not good. <laughs> I don't think that. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, breakfast was be the most important meal of the day, not the meal of the day with the most custard in it. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I've been Even... more of a glutton with with the booze, maybe. I just. Well, you're a booze I, boy. You're a wine I'm, boy. I'm a booze boy. I opened some very nice bottles uh, for the day itself, and I brought. I brought more. I must be the only person in the UK who brought more bottles than his family can possibly drink or are willing to drink. I'm going to be the only person taking bottles back home at the end of this because, like, Dad will literally have one sip. I'm not I'm not saying that for effect, Pierre. He will mm. have one sip uh, and of a wine, and he's more than done. He won't touch anymore. So he'll have My a sip. My younger sister will, hardly, will only have, like, two sips maybe. And then his rest is just for me and mum, just and my other sister just Oh spirit, please, please, I have already been visited by two of your brethren, past and present they have shown me, but please, please tell me that this grave is not mine, because it's it's unbelievably tacky, I mean. I know I'm a miser and I'm alone, but it doesn't need to be made of gold, does it? And my name is misspelled and there's... They've sort of... They've, they've got one of those laser carvers and they've kind of done a portrait of my face in a 
perspex cube and that's mounted in the middle of the grave and there's a lot of marble and I don't know it's not really fair to show me this because I I didn't pick it I was dead so you should show me who picked it and then I won't let them do that I don't see how this is relevant to you and I already I knew I knew no one would come to the funeral I'm a miser I know I'm not I'm self-aware I'm not an idiot I didn't think people would go thank god he didn't give me any money but then are you saying that money is the solution? Hello? Should I... See, this is the problem, is that the other two were very they were very clear about what I... To take. They, they took me, they traveled through time, and they pointed, and they said, Look, look at that. Maybe think about this. But you're very silent, and you just seem to be pointing ominously at, a, at my own grave. I knew I would die. The grave part is not... It's not very frightening. I'd made my peace with it, to be honest with you. So I don't. What? What is? What do I do? I give people more money, but then that's that seems shallow. So learn their names, sure. But I, I'm I'm guessing now. So if I get it wrong again, and I have to see you next year, I need you to know that some of this is on you. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. So your dad has a sip and he goes, oh, sorry if anyone can hear weird creaking. I'm in, I'm in a very creaky room full of like old radiators and stuff. So apologies. Ah, Pierre is um, being haunted by the three gross of Christmas. Yeah. Well, they, uh, late, they, a bit late. They won't They're leave. getting in early for next Christmas. They won't leave. <laughs> Phil, they keep taking me to a grave, which clearly isn't mine because I'm alive. They've just put my name on it and they're pointing and yelling and they won't leave. <laughs> and they keep saying, what about Christmas? And I say, that was yesterday, mate. Get over it. <laughs> and they say I should pay my employee, Mr. Cratchit, more. And I show them the books and I say, find the spare money. And they won't look. <laughs> it's all very not nice and well to say people should be paid more, but there's there's a line here that you know we need to stay in the black. So you you find it, Ghost of <laughs> Christmas said, yet to come. You find it. I, yeah, I said. Hey, I said. Hey, guy, big red faced bearded man who's covered in sort of holly and 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 ivy and you know he keeps singing and laughing. Calm down for a second and take a look at these national insurance payments on uh, on my payroll. Oh, a hippie like the Ghost of Christmas Present isn't going to help you out. (laughs) 
you can't, that fucking can't, green can't man, be. that fucking dirty um, uh, hippie that fucking... He looks like he grew up in Glastonbury and now runs <laughs> his mum's crystal shop. He he's, does, not gonna, yeah. he's not going to know the first thing about accounting. No, you say you can't, I can't pay crash it in Christmas cheer, you fucking hippie, and he he just gets angry and brings in the death guy again. <laughs> and he doesn't even say anything; he just points at the grave, and I go, "I've seen it, I know." Is a ghost of Christmas future? Is he? Do you think he's 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 dumb? He's not he's not deaf, right? He can't no, speak. Death. <laughs> no, oh, death. Yeah, yes. All right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he's not that's, deaf. He, that's why Scrooge can... feels bad because he goes, "I'm gonna go deaf." <laughs> well, this changes everything. You there, boy? What day is this? Why, sir, it's Christmas Day. What? Huh? <laughs> Christmas Day. <laughs> what? Um, no, he's deaf. He's a hooded, shrouded. You know, he's like the Grim Reaper, isn't he? Yeah, that's right, that's right. Do you think the Grim Reaper came before the Ghost of Christmas yet to come? Or was Ghost of Christmas yet to come based on the Grim Reaper? Because there's some copyright infringement going on one way or the other. Yeah, he had to say, he had to say I'm, the, I'm the grimy creeper or something. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the dark collector. <laughs> And he hasn't got a scythe. He's got like a big uh, pitchfork. And they're like, isn't it supposed to be a scythe? And he's like, nope. No, no, no. (laughs) If there's one Uh, guy you don't want to annoy. (laughs) (laughs) That's fun. What's um, a costume shop uh, name for a costume of the the Grim Reaper? Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Um... uh, um, Oh, oh, um, um, end of life harvest man. <laughs> yes, I like end of life harvest man. That's pretty good. <laughs> Agri- a- agricultural consequences. <laughs> uh, oh, I've only just reaping and sowing. He's got that's why he's got a scythe. He's reaping mm. what people have sowed. Well, he's he's reaping them. He's harvesting the crop of souls. Ah, lovely stuff. Lovely yes. imagery. Yes, yes. And and to answer your question sincerely, there is some artwork of a of sort of hooded skeletons with scythes in medieval artwork. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder where the hooded thing comes from. I can I can I can understand skeletons. Skeletons being the mascots of death. Yeah. But what, what's with the hoods? Where's the hoods come from? People Monks? fear hoodies, priests. Phil. Yeah, for as long as as records have been around, people have been scared of hoodies. People, <laughs> That's right. it makes uh, death the... look more street, more more like uh, urban wear. Yeah, it was, it was really it was Charles Dickens who who really started the first hug a hoodie initiative with <laughs> yeah. a Christmas Carol. Yes, yes, he invented the idea of of, of trying to. Be afraid, trying to of being afraid of hoodies, but also trying to help them out by going along with their, their moralizing. Um, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to think of now costume names for. What would Scrooge be? Christmas miser or like a, Christmas miser is very good. Christmas um, miser. Agent mm. Scrimper. 
<laughs> yeah, that's good. That's good. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. Christmas Miser, I think, is about as perfect as it can be. Christmas Miser. Christmas Miser. Um. <laughs> and Bob Cratchit. Oh, Bob. <laughs> um. uh, winter employee. <laughs> winter employee is perfect. <laughs> Given that all his character traits in the story seem to be that he's A, cold, and B, an employee. <laughs> <laughs> he's always rubbing his hands, going, oh, the bitter office. Yes, that's perfect. Winter employee. I was... Oh, yeah. What was I going to say? Over, yeah. Over, over, well, he's like an, well, yeah, overworked Victorian accounting man. Something. Yeah. <laughs> but it's perfect. Winter employee is perfect. That's... <laughs> <laughs> oh man it's a, it's something yeah it's a good way of parodying stuff it gets to the essence of things so you've been it a, really you, does you've been the, a booze yeah. boy the the knockoff costume is a great exercise in distilling the essence of a character yes that, that's something in like a writer's room you should be like who is this guy who, who what's the what does he want what are his motives what what is his knockoff costume what yes. is it called what do we know him as here in the yeah. Smithy's Halloween shop or Spirit Halloween or whatever it's called in America? Hello, a American grieved listeners. mobster. Done. <laughs> Done. Done. Yeah. Conflicted judge. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> the uh, 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 what would your what would yours be over Christmas? Um, um, uh, uh, festive wine, son. <laughs> yeah. Um a sleepy self-employed man for the most part to be honest. <laughs> that's how I that's the, that's the main feeling is sleepy striver. <laughs> sleepy striver. <laughs> I think I have one of her albums Sleepy Striver. <laughs> I think um <laughs> I remember um, buying the I feel I remember buying the vinyl uh, uh single for 10p of Sleepy Striver's Agricultural Consequences, and it was a brilliant <laughs> record. Yeah, very big on the Bible Belt. Yes, because it was a fusion of jazz with, you know, like uh, washboards and, and um, with those big jugs with X's on that go, Hoo. Ho, 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 ho. Yeah. Um, I would be Regretful Meat Man. <laughs> <laughs> or um uh, or uh yeah sleepy fart diner <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a, a a disgusting uh restaurant in in america <laughs> sleepy fart diner <laughs> the only diner with no coffee you're not allowed coffee in there it's a sleepy fart diner yes yeah 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 you're only you're not allowed coffee and every meal comes with refried beans the 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 sort of uh has seen it all, but still ultimately charming old waitress will come over yeah. and say, "You wanna, you wanna top, you wanna coffee there, sweetheart?" And if you say yes, she goes, "Get out!" <laughs> you have to leave. Yeah, yeah. This Would is a take... sleepy fart diner. <laughs> Didn't you no read coffee. the sign? She'll um, she'll come over, and she'll go. She'll as she approaches the table, she'll go. <sighs> Like that. 
that's that's part of the American legend that I've never fully characterized correctly. I feel the the diner, the American diner, mm. it is both in American because when it crops up in American TV, when a character ends up at a diner, it's usually when they're at the the, at the lowest ebb, right? Or yeah. It's in the middle of the night. They've got nowhere to go, or they're meeting someone a bit shady, or they unless they're unless they're a cop, and then it's where they go when they're tired to be sympathised with by the old lady. Yes, right. Yeah. yeah. Or but then if it's a wealthy family, they're like, oh, a diner. But to me, it's like that looks like the most amazing place. I would go there even when my life wasn't falling apart and I had to hold my head in my hands in a booth. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I mean. I can't Im- you know you know something that American fiction about diners never addresses is the toilets. <laughs> like what state they're in? Are they not, are they clean or not? Well, yeah, because like follow my logic are. on this. There's 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 a there's a there's a there's a it's a transitory place, right? So no, it's not like a restaurant where people will be em- embarrassed, like the diner. Oh yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Most of the customers are like truckers who'd spend all day <laughs> sitting down and were probably like and like the the only things that diners are well known for is incredibly like enormous heavy meals and infinite coffee. <laughs> oh, it's 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 more of a, a a poo factory than a restaurant. <laughs> yeah, for sure. The, t- the toilets must be more like a like a fucking uh, army firing range. <laughs> what do you mean? Just the the noises coming out of it? Yeah, it's just like uh, the amount the, the the work that gets. <laughs> the work, the working, the working out that that facility gets must just be astonishing. What was it in the words of one of our correspondents that that porcelain must be punished? Oh, it was uh, the, the 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 bowl. The bowl is not there to be something, but dominated. <laughs> not to be respected, but dominated. Absolutely, respected, and they must get dominated. dominated to hell. Yes, American diner. Yes, it must be a, it must be insane, and you, and and the only reason anyone ever goes into the loos and the diners is so that they, for narrative reasons, they can avoid an ensuing shootout. <laughs> it must be fucking weird for Americans that we have opinions on and know about all this stuff because, like, they don't. Well, some of them will do because they've watched like Shaun of the Dead and a couple of Guy Ritchie films, but by and large, they don't really have any picture of what like a pub really is. Yeah, I, I guess I have some some idea. But then, of course, like, to Americans, their world is so universal. I, I think to most, we wouldn't be surprised if you you knew something about... I think or more often they're surprised if you don't know something about American life. Like, you've never I don't been know, to I, Chick-fil-A? I feel like they're more like that. Maybe I think, not in, I th- like, New York or something. I think they, they think their stuff is universal, but once they find out it's not... I, I I know that I've some Americans I've talked to have been almost a bit disappointed because they'll be like, "Oh my God, what's what's this thing happening?" and and you'll go, "Oh, it's this special thing that we have, and it's like this." And they'll go, "Oh, well, in America we have this thing called prom," and it's like, "Yeah, no, we know." <laughs> like they yeah. never get to explain their culture to an outsider in a kind of like fun That's way, true. you know? Yeah, yeah. So they're always just like, so there's this thing called prom. Is like, yeah, we know. Well, so the uh, the bleachers are in it. And you go, no, we know. We know. Yeah, we know. We know. We know. We know this better than we know our own faces in the mirror. It's it's in everything. I guess the one surprise or shock that remained for me um, before I sort of went to America was just how much people are on drugs all the time. And I mean, like, not yes. illegal drugs. 
prescription medication for people mm. who are really fine absolutely <laughs> fine but it's the most normal thing in the world to have a prescription for zenbolmethane or or tramies I, mean, I need to take a trami before i go out to the zoo and just it just it cuts the edge off i need a trami and oh god do you have a mental illness nah i just take tramies yeah. it's like it's just something they do is like having a favorite snack it's advertised on tv like it's like it's like vitamins yeah 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 significant mood altering <clears throat> drugs are yeah are, are marketed like they're biscuits in america that's, they, that was the main culture shock that i feel american tv doesn't prepare you so much for yeah and they advertise sort of like um the the logic of it is 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 kind of backwards because I mean, I'm not against prescription drugs by any means, but the logic of it is a bit like, uh, hey, you know when you, you, you're driving around town and you go to Walmart and you've got your gun and everyone else has guns and, and, you, and you feel a, a sense of unease? <laughs> oh, well, you should take a pill because that's not normal. It's a fine, fine day. Just another normal day in America buying Just- perfectly legal... Military-grade yeah. firearms and mood-altering over-the-counter drugs from the same <laughs> shopping complex. Yes. Yeah. Hey, my kid has anxiety. I don't know what it is. I mean, you know, he goes to school. He plays sports. He constantly does drills for what happens when people get executed in front of him. <laughs> for some reason, at his place of learning. Yeah. At his place of learning where he's supposed to feel safest uh, outside of the home. And for some reason, he's all tense. <laughs> And of course, there were those race riots. Anyway, we had, I need some clopofanil. <laughs> Just to deal with how great it is to be living in the greatest country on earth. We we yeah. we lost uh, we lost Norm Macdonald, but he had a great joke about what school, how boring school was. Uh huh. And it was something about how oh, your if you you your kid your kid keeps looking out the window too much at like there's a dog out there with a stick or something. And he says, uh, if he keeps doing it, we'll. Uh, We'll drug. We'll drug you. <laughs> so we're gonna. We'll drug him. We're gonna drug your son. <laughs> this is such a funny way of putting it. We're just gonna drug them so that that doesn't happen anymore. Uh, yeah. Oh boy. Um, shall we do some correspondence? Ring letters, emails, emails, emails phone Correspondence. Yes. yes. Santa baby. Hurry down my chimney tonight and shove some correspondence up my Christmassy asshole. <laughs> yes. Yes, please. Um, so let's scroll. 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 Oh, we had um we had an up. Date. Um, it was on this. It was on the main podcast, not the Patreon, that we did. We'd read out the thing about Pus and Wies, didn't we? Oh, Pus and Wies. Yes, remind me of the Pus and Wies. It was. It was the the girl who used to say uh, uh, Pus and Wies, and then she taught her friend, and then her friend was in a coma. Ah, and... Yes, 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 yes. Of course, yeah, yeah. Yes, 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 yes. Um, so yes. where is it? 
oh, it's somewhere well oh, if i can't find it thank you for sending in um like a recording a recording of the Pusen Pusenwees. Yeah, of the, like the way to say it. <laughs> they sent in a, a user's a guide to, to Pusenwees. Yeah, Pusenwees. Um, oh bloody hell, I can't find it. Anyway, sorry. Yes, it, 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 we we got it almost right. We got it almost right. Is the point? Oh well, great. Not bad from okay. us. Not bad to yeah. get it almost right. Um, after hey, if anyone's you know, going to know how to say Pusenwees, it'll be us. It better be us. <laughs> oh wait. It better be us. Um, so, um, okay. Um, you know what is it really always a shame, Phil? When we get an email from someone with an amazing name, and I don't want to say the whole name, uh, but it's yeah. good. It's like a name of an action hero, you know? Hmm. God damn. Well. Tell me afterwards, and we will only release the name to the top tier of Patreon subscribers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes, and um, In fact, if anyone... that's going to be a new perk of the top tier of Patreon subscribers, is you can request the personal information of any Budpod listener yes. that we have, and we yes. will provide it. And we will provide it, and we will do more work into. We will catfish them into giving us their address. Yeah, yeah. Top tier, you get. Um, we will dox <laughs> any Budpod for you. <laughs> we will, we will, we will say it's for free merchandise, and then we will dox them for you. <laughs> um, although, if you're listening and you're in the top two tiers, your monthly bonus correspondence special will be coming out on New Year's Eve. Enjoy, enjoy. Oh, lovely way to ring out 2021. Mm-mm-mm. That's right. That's right. And One last chance a- to try and turn the year off and on again. <laughs> a friendly reminder um, to that our Patreon is still available and there's lots of great extra stuff in there, including an extra half hour each week with an extra oh, yeah. sketch and premium correspondence. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying uh, that working out more isn't important, but maybe your news resolution should be to get on to the Bud Pod Patreon. That's right. And you can listen to us in the gym when you try and desperately lose all the flesh that you've eaten, like we will be doing. Um, Christmas flesh. Christmas must flesh. Discard, must discard Christmas flesh. And please, if anyone asks you, if a, if a personal trainer asks you, so what are your goals during your first session? We'd really love it if you said, I want to discard Christmas flesh. Yes. And please send us their reaction. Or to just say, less flesh. <laughs> I'd like less flesh, please. I'd like to lose flesh. I've I'd got like too much to lose flesh. flesh. I would like to lose flesh. Oh, uh, and again, on a, not to get too distracted, but uh, I was making myself laugh on Christmas Day, Phil, by walking around and like raising my arms and doing the Viking voice and saying, A god was born this day. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> or saying it, saying it like I could sense it, you know. <laughs> a god was born this day. A god child was born this day. I sense a god child was born this day. <laughs> um. So, come, a we feast. <laughs> More flesh. The god child is here. Uh, <laughs> we have an email from Guy. Guy? Who's that? Some guy. 
Some guy. That's always, always, that's always what I imagine the parents of someone called Guy said when they were born. <laughs> yeah. The father just pointed down at this newborn baby and said to the wife, What? Who's that? And the wife said, I don't know, some guy. <laughs> and the name stuck. Some guy just came out of your wife. <laughs> <laughs> what? Who? I don't know, some guy. <laughs> Whoa, sir, I don't mean to shock you, but some guy just came out of your wife. <laughs> I guess we'll hold on to him. We'll keep him here, we find out just in case. Till we find out who this guy is. Well, until he's got a, enough of a presence of mind to explain what he was doing up there in the first place. <laughs> well, that'd be, I think that'd be a very funny. <laughs> it's on your child's, on your son's eighth, eighth birthday, <laughs> you sit him down and you say, "Right, it's been eight years. We've fed you." clothed you put a roof over your head now you have to tell me what the hell were you doing in there <laughs> what the fuck were you doing up there <laughs> up where don't play games with me <laughs> who are you and how did you get up there <laughs> who are you my wife says she only met you that day too and that cannot be possible <laughs> who sent you <laughs> <laughs> where, are you, where are you from who are you how did you get up there who I didn't you see you go in from? there my wife never saw anyone go in there how did you get she, up there she she must think I'm a fucking idiot <laughs> or, or was it the anesthetic we go to hospital because her stomach hurts they give her anesthetic and that's when you climb in because <laughs> she can't feel it <laughs> is this some kind of prank? <laughs> Are you one of the jackass crew? Is that what is that what this is? <laughs> Don't play dumb now. I know you can speak English now. Okay, the whole goo goo gaga act—that's over. I've heard you perform full sentences. So tell me, what the fuck were you doing up there? <laughs> <laughs> He's got like a policeman standing behind him as well. Like, sir, could you just explain? <laughs> oh, it's like Columbo. He goes, Oh, yeah, that's all fine. Just one more thing, though. <laughs> Happy birthday. Yeah. Oh, wait, before I forget, what were you doing up there? <laughs> You'll never guess what, Phil. Guy has predicted that you would say all that. Oh. Mm-hmm. Wow. To the word. To the to the word, because he's one of Blood Pod's writers. Um <laughs> No, he's 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 absolutely done you here. He's got your number. Um it's uh he says, Hello, uh, Pierre and Phil, my favorite Bud Pod pals. Um, oh, that's nice. I'd hope we had the favourites. Yeah, yeah, that would be a that'll be a tough competition to lose, I'd have to say. It'd be a, a devastating neg to find out his favorite Bud Pod pal is just a, a random other correspondent. <laughs> um, he says, uh, long time squatter, first time dropper here. <laughs> Very I love nice. It. I love it. <laughs> and here's the bit, Phil. Before Phil asks me if my parents were being lazy by naming me Guy. Uh, maybe I've said this oh, before, but oh, I stand by it. He says, I can confirm they were. 
My mother told me they chose my name because it was short, easy to remember, and quick to shout. She also fancied Guy Pierce. Nice. It is good to shout. Guy! Guy! Yeah. Guy! Guy! Because it's not short for anything, is it? It's not short for, short for like, Gulliver. No, Guy, Guy Alberto. No, I don't think so. No. Guy! 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 Guy. What were you doing up there? <laughs> um, quick to shout is a funny phrase. It's good to eat and quick to shout. Guy! Quick to shout. Uh, but enough about me and more about my poo, he says. Very good. Ah, okay. Okay, here we yes. go. Um, That's what we came for. Yes. I would like to share with you a fecal fable from my youth. Okay. <laughs> fecal fable. <laughs> it was during the summer of 2010 where my story takes place when I went camping with a group of friends in the rugged terrain of Essex. <laughs> Very nice. Lovely. Mm-hmm. As I was in my mid-teens, this of course meant that my diet mainly consisted of processed meats, refined carbohydrates, and cheap cider. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Big Macs and big scrumpies. <laughs> That's right. Big scrumpies, big dumpies, Phil. <laughs> uh, my naivete that this, would, this abuse of my colon wouldn't affect my bowel movements came to a head suddenly one morning as I was showering in the campsite facilities. Oh, God. Yuck. Oh, and, this is why I and, hate all outdoor activities, is just the yeah. distance between you and a satisfactory toilet. Yes, that's true. And a campsite shower can be quite a freaky thing. No, thanks. Cold, 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 cold. So he says, um, standing naked and soap sudded was when the first warning signs emerged. Sharp stomach pains, deep rumblings. The countdown had begun. And I needed mm. to leave the cubicle. Starting to panic, I made my first fatal mistake by bending down to pick up my shampoo bottle. Deep rumblings, a brilliant trombonist. <laughs> oh, man, deep rumblings. <laughs> oh, man, the timbre, the timbre of, his, of those low notes. Yeah, that's when you knew you were listening to deep rumblings. If you wanted to find out what club Deep Rumblings was playing in New Orleans, you just had to follow the vibrations, my friend. That's what they say. <laughs> Little earthquakes. Um, so he starts to panic, and he says, I made my first fatal mistake by bending down to pick up the shampoo bottle, Phil. Oh, never drop the soap at a campsite yes. shower, don't you know? Never drop the shampoo. That's right, yes. And, and if you are camping, if you arrive at a campsite... And you want to, you know, survive. You've got to walk up to the to the campest person there and beat them up. <laughs> you have to walk to the person with the most scout badges in the campsite and punch them in the face. <laughs> yeah, punch them in the face with a with a big glove that you've made yourself and get a badge for it. <laughs> um. So he bends down to pick up a shampoo bottle. The squashing of my midriff, coupled with a slight opening of my anus. <laughs> It really paints a picture. Oh, well, the 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 humility and warmth of saying slight as well is very funny. He wouldn't <laughs> it want wasn't us to gaping think that... before anyone asks. It when he bends over, opening. his 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 anus fill when he bends over it doesn't yawn open <laughs> like a like an animal's jaw fill. It's a slight opening. It's a slight opening. The squashing of my midriff, covered with a slight opening of my anus. Gave the turd missile all the encouragement it needed to vacate my body. Oh, boy. Yes. 
I wasn't looking backwards during the event with it being so abrupt, but the mass must have had must have got some serious hang time. <laughs> oh no. As the pause between my cheeks flapping and water splashing was at least a couple of seconds. Flapping? Why is his cheek why is his cheeks flapping? <laughs> things have things have taken a turn, Phil. He wanted to make sure the anus opening was slight, but these cheeks are flapping now. Is he the devil from Cow and Chicken? Why is why is bum cheeks like flapping? Um, my first ever uh, girlfriend had a massive phobia of the devil from Cow and Chicken and his shiny buttocks. Oh, really? She is absolutely disgusted by him for reasons that she could never quite uh, articulate. There was there was something certainly menacing about him. That's for sure. The whole cartoon was quite menacing, to be honest. I think it was because the red the red devil from Cow and Chicken, his buttocks were very, very shiny and bulbous, but they had a couple of hairs on. That's quite unnerving. Mm, mm, yeah. Red, shiny, bulbous with a couple of hairs is unnerving. And he would switch between an artificially high sweet voice and full-on screaming. Yeah, yeah. He was, he was the first person with the bipolar disorder we were exposed to as children. <laughs> yeah. well, it was, but like with his cycle being a second because <laughs> he would just be like oh is that what you want well you can't have it and just like scream the second half of every sentence that definitely puts you on edge Yeah. yeah. Um, so he's saying that like he bends over and immediately just goes and it's hanging out his bum for two seconds before it hits the water yep terrible luckily oh. he says Luckily, um, the turd landed squarely in the gutter, turning it into a cursed log flume. (laughs) (laughs) Got a little photograph at the end. (laughs) Turning it into a cursed log flume, where it was washed along and presented itself serenely on the end grate. Oh, yuck! I was here, I was hoping it would just float away and go home. Yeah. Peacefully, but no. (laughs) Of course, there's a bloody great. Um, I was also fortunate I was in the last stall on the row, as I dread to think what family holidays I would have ruined if my shit ship had sailed underneath the adjoining <laughs> cubicle and threw a child's life. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry crazy. my turd sailed through your life. It's really funny. <laughs> sailed through a child's life. It's a, a similar image to a sh- a Ships in the Night. St- yeah. Turds in the gutter. We pass each other yes. like turds in the gutter. He says, like a scat themed generation game. Um, uh, the next poopy prize on the doomed treadmill would have been the hot diarrhea that had provided the fuel oh, for my rectal rocket. No, Ugh, yuck! I check out when it get when when diarrhea gets involved. I'm like, nah, nah. This isn't cartoonish anymore. This He's- is a biological <laughs> event now. Yeah, it's a hazard. It's a. It was a funny log, and now it's a biohazard spray. Yeah. Mm. Well, I mean, it's it's also that's that's classic like bad diet food poisoning where the thing that made him do a normal shit is that a load of horrible boiling evil shit was built up behind it like a fucking gun. <laughs> Terrible. Um, like a cork. Uh, in the midst of the contractions, I was straight up not having a good time. Uh, although I felt strangely calm as I no longer dreaded the worst happening because it had already occurred. That's fair. Mm. 
That's zen, mindful yeah. shitting there's yourself. A sense, there's a sense of freedom to watching your own shit flow like a log flume down the drain. Yes. Yes, that's when you you really know yourself. <laughs> he says, at least I chat myself in quite possibly the most convenient place. Um, after the episodes had abated, the cleanup operation began. The showerhead itself provided most of the means I needed to wash away the bodily brown sauce. However, it took a while, as the non-concussive tap needed to be continually pressed. Oh no! Ah, uh, yeah. Horrible. Oh god, Constantly that's so funny. tapping it again. It. No, more water, please. <laughs> <laughs> um, lastly, I was left with a specimen that had started this whole debacle. Still sitting proudly above the plug. No amount of water bending I attempted was able to move the mass. Um, so I had no choice. It was time to get physical. <laughs> Earn that badge. I opted to force my unwanted chocolate child down the drain with my heel. Mm-hmm. I, knew, I knew it was heading this way. Mm-hmm. I knew and it he, was. He, says, he adds, as only a deranged person would use their fists. <laughs> Punching angrily at your own shit. That's a quick, easy way to get sectioned. Um, a few well-placed, uh, a few well-placed stamps in between a couple of dry heaves later, and the deed was done. <laughs> dry heaves. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. With Take this and that. <laughs> Uh, no one would ever know what had passed, what had, had what had, yes, what, what had happened. Um, I cleaned off the rest of my dirt and shame and solemnly returned to my tent. I haven't shared this story until now. Ah, oh, well, my child, you are, you are repenting at last. That's right. Yes, yes, yes. Um, I think, well, he, he says, I uh, haven't said this story till now. Due to the embarrassment, due to embarrassment and not finding the right time to confine, uh, to, to confide it uh, in, to, in my family. Telling you two chums is a true weight of my chest, and I feel like my bum can finally be relaxed. But not too relaxed. <laughs> not even keep slightly up opened. Mm, only slightly open. Um, keep up the good work, all the best, and of course, Koji, Guy. P.S. Please don't mention my surname that's in my email address, as I'm easy to find. Ah, yes. Well, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, if you have an action hero-esque name and the first name Guy, I imagine there are probably aren't too many. Yes, guy, um, guy, guy to action. So it's a, a semi, it's a semi-anonymous confession from Guy. Yes, he's getting yes. there. He's getting slowly creeping towards full penance. Mm, it's just, it's just, yeah. This will give him some sucker. Yeah, it's something. All. Whereas, like, there could be someone out there listening, thinking, well, "I have got a friend called Guy." When his anus is slightly open. <laughs> wait a minute. Wait a minute. Texting their friends. Is that, am I right? Is our friend Guy who, when he bends over, his anus opens, but only slightly? I thought. I thought so. Yes. Why? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yes. Yes. Where are you going with this? Yeah. Off, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's. A, it's. A, I mean. Yeah. Uh, um, uh, great well that is all we have time for Podbuds. however we are opening our anuses slightly for oh. you to come in and join us in the bonus part yes 
yes, yes. You, 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 if you, if you bend down to pick up your shampoo, uh, you'll notice. Wait a minute. Here in the shower cubicle at the campsite, some of the water doesn't seem to go down the drain. It seems to be flowing in between the tiles. Oh, interesting. Where could it possibly be going? And well, it's flowing in a perfect square. So you get your fingernails in there and you lift. And it's a ladder. To see where this story goes, you'll have to subscribe to our Patreon. And we'll see you there. See you there. Merry Christmas. Or is and a it? happy new year question mark I um, hope you all had a lovely Christmas time as lovely as it could yes. have been and uh, have a happy new year see you in 2022 see you in 2022 bye 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 hey it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad high quality fashion without the price tag say hello to Quince I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.